And this episode's about Kevin. Kevin Hassard, my great uncle. And I mentioned that I was making an episode about Kevin in my series called Veil, in which I speak about uh, some people that I once knew you know, who have died, you know, hence Veil. Call it Veil if you've died. Uh, Right. And I I, I mentioned this to a sister that I'm doing one on Kevin. And she mentioned in a text, Ah, there's a name from the past. Strong Handshake. I've come across a poem written as a birthday present by my great-uncle Kevin for my grandfather, Bill. And the poem has been written by my reckoning in about the mid-1920s. And uh, the boys were perhaps 19 or 20 years of age maybe 18 and 19, maybe 19 and 20. Kevin is the slightly younger brother. Okay, now, um, excuse the aeroplane. We're in Essendon. As a consequence of the Hassard family having come to this area from Tasmania. There you go, I've made a little link. Uh, Right, now this poem is being written by Kevin Clearly, just after, well, not clearly, but pretty clearly, just after the family has come to Victoria from Tasmania, where the children in that family uh, had been born and had grown up in a town called Linda on the west coast of Tasmania, copper mining. Uh, And they had come, I think, into this area where I'm living now, roughly, over in Pasco Vale South or Brunswick or somewhere around there. Okay, so let's get into it, Uh, a poem. Now, a little bit of background information before I start, because that makes more sense of a couple of the lines in the poem. Firstly, uh, Linda, where they came from, that was a moonscape, because, and it still is now, I think, do they call them tailings, you know, the, or the sulphur, I think it's sulphur fumes uh, from the copper mines. Uh, those kill everything, except, except humans, I think. Well, no, they kill humans too, uh, because Bill and Kevin, their father, uh, whose name was Thomas Hassard, um, the mines killed him, he got dust on the lungs. Um, and he had come here to Victoria before his, the rest of his family, before his wife and his children. He was already in Victoria in a hospital. He ended up in rural Victoria, and I kind of know where that, where that was. Uh, what's jumping into my head? Up near Bendigo somewhere. Um, 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 can't remember. I'll remember soon. Maybe. Maryborough? I'm almost certain it was Maryborough. Hey, Tony. You remember Maryborough. 
you did an emergency dash up there for me not too long ago, thank goodness. Right, now, um, now Tony's my younger brother, uh, and my name's Charlie. Uh, I use fake names, you know, uh, because this, this podcast is not about me, per se. Not much. Right, now, background. Linda is hilly. Yeah, the town where the children were born. It's hilly. Um, so, uh, um, sarcastically, um, Kevin in this poem mentions that my grandfather's path through life was just a trifle hilly. Yeah, that's a little... Now, the entire poem is a roast. He's having a crack at his older brother, as all younger brothers should, and I'm sure you would for me too, Tony. Where's my poem? Okay. Um, and to set the tone for the poem, I'll, uh, I'll read one line. Yeah. And that line is, um, Of course, as this poem goes to press, our bill's almost a man. I reckon that's a great crack at his older brother there. Yeah. Doubtless Bill thought he was already a man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. there's an inference in this poem that there's nothing that Bill likes better uh, than to sit on mummy's knee. <laughs> All right, let's get into the poem. I'll say no more about it. Let Kevin do the talking. And uh, I'll finish off with a little bit of commentary at the end. Okay. A birthday present from a younger brother to an older brother. I created that title just then, off the cuff. All right, here's the poem. Another birthday comes around. This time it's Brother Billy. His path through life, as you will see, was just a trifle hilly. Of course, as this poem goes to press, our bills almost demand. But years ago, this was not so. I'll explain the best I can. So back to Linda Town we go, and this is what we see. A little boy whose only joy is sitting on Mum's knee. At this time, Bill was very young, and I was younger still. But as the years they rolled away, I learnt to know our Bill. He used to take me up the hill to get the family fuel, and then he'd hand the axe to me. Our Bill was no one's fool. He'd say to me, Now see that tree. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Dr. Seuss, doesn't he? Um, but I think this, this predates Dr. Seuss, maybe? Anyway. You cut it up, and I will see if I can find another one for you to cut when that one's done. I used to work and slave away while Bill lay in the sun all day. And when I'd stopped to wipe the sweat, he'd say, What, ain't you finished yet? Then when I'd cut up all the wood, he'd look at it and say, that's good. Although 
you were a little slow. Now pick it up and we will go. So then I'd carry it along, and Bill, he'd bring the nails. And Mum would say, we'll rue the day if Bill's strength ever fails. At times he used to clip my ears or give my ribs a dig. I used to cry and say in rage, just wait until I'm big. Now, one day, Mum called Bill inside and told him all her fears. A job you'll have to get at once. And Bill said, I'll work for years. So that is how he started work. He worked on Sunday nights. He used to open up the hall and turn on all the lights. And after that he'd wind the film as it ran off the reels. And then he'd see the whole show free and pay for his own meals. So on and on the years rolled by. And as I've already told, we said goodbye to Linda Vale, did Mother and her fold. I have told you also of the cab, the train, and then the ship, of how we had to stay in bed until we passed the rip. Now that's clearly not the end of the poem, but that's all I've got. Uh, maybe I lost the rest, but more likely I never received it, never got it. Um, pity, I would have, you know, um, there's family history in all of that, there's straight, there's straight history in it too, um, so, that's that, uh, the rip is the stretch of water between, uh, you know, just off Portsea and Queenscliff, it's the most dangerous part of the voyage from Tasmania here to here, Victoria. Uh, is there anything else I can say about all that? I don't think so. Uh, hang on, let me just scan the poem again to see if there's anything interesting. One, Well, there's a lot interesting in there, but... Um, I mean, anything I can add, which is unlikely. Uh, uh, the only thing I'd probably sort of mention is... Uh, you, you know, we've got photos of Kevin... Um, but I don't think photos tell you much about a person. In fact, they lie. <laughs> they lie. Uh, for example, Bill, um, he had a kind of wickety-whack way of looking at life that I've sort of got. I think I might have inherited that from him a little bit. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we oldest brothers can drive our younger siblings mad you know, because we can't be told and Bill might have been a bit like that and I might be too uh, uh, but you know a photo uh, maybe gives you a vague hint at the real person uh, but when someone writes 
you know, that that's a, a lot more of the real person. And you can even be writing about someone else and uh, and give the reader or the listener in this case a hell of a good insight into who you are just by the way you write it doesn't really matter what you write about you can write about gum trees or you know quantum physics or anything but just the way you write says a lot about you probably more than your facial features do uh, much of the obsession especially in the internet world these days is um getting an image of oneself up online as um as you know the symbolic you you know this is me you know but it's not really and i, I get a sense of kevin in this um poem um, i get a sense that he can write better than me uh, i don't think i could write a poem as good as that um and uh, and that'll do for now i if i get any more texts back uh then uh i will add you know from siblings or whoever else uh, i'll add uh, you know about kevin then i'll add that in and if i think of anything else i'll add that in too uh, but that's all for now Right, now that I've said all that about my great-uncle Kevin and his writing style, could someone please send me something uh, of Kev's uh, handwriting? Uh, because I've got no idea whether Kevin wrote that poem or not. You know, it, 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 wasn't, um, it wasn't signed by him. It hasn't got his name down the bottom. Uh, but realistically, you know, look, you know, it's very unfeminist of me. Maybe it was one of his sisters that wrote that poem, you yeah? know. Maybe Bill was handing the axe to one of his sisters. It's possible. Uh, there was one other brother in the family, Leo. Uh, but he was a lot younger, you know. He would have been about, oh, look, just total guess, five. Uh, well, it's possible that poem was written by Leo and uh, that, um, that Bill was handing the axe to Leo when he was three. Oh, look, I'm pretty sure it might have been Kevin. Uh, I'll take a punt. But in the meantime, if anyone's got a sample of Kevin's writing, you know, signed off by Kevin, and, um, please give it to me uh, because then I'll compare the handwriting. And with the handwriting of this poem, and then I'll know for sure. Yeah. Oh, look, I know for sure already.